0: Welcome to this week's podcast, The Tower Pod from St. Mary's, Master Mortain with Lidlington. A message from the Gospel and a thoughtful sermon each week. Do subscribe and also like and review on your chosen platform and share with your friends. Thank you and God bless. He was praying in a certain place and after he had finished, one of his disciples said to him, Lord, teach us to pray. As, Jesus taught, as John taught his disciples. He said to them, When you pray, say, Father, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. Give us each day our daily bread and forgive us our sins. For we ourselves forgive everyone indebted to us and do not bring us to the time of trial. And he said to them, suppose one of you has a friend and you go to him at midnight and say to him, friend, lend me three loaves of bread for a friend of mine has arrived and I have nothing to set before him. And he answers from within, do not bother me. The door has already been locked and my children are with me in bed. I cannot get up and give you anything. I tell you, Even though he will not get up and give him anything because he is his friend, at least because of his persistence he will get up and give him whatever he needs. So I say to you, ask and it will be given to you. Search and you will find. Knock and the door will be opened for you. For everyone who asks receives. And everyone who searches, finds. And for everyone who knocks, the door will be opened. Is there anyone among you who, if your child asks for a fish, will give a snake instead of a fish? Or if the child asks for an egg, will give a scorpion? If you then, who are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will the Heavenly Father Give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him. Let us pray. O Lord, may the meditations of our hearts, our thoughts and prayers be pleasing in your sight. Amen. Amen. One of my earliest memories is being put to bed by my mother. And it was opposite to kind of what you would expect in terms of prayer time. It wasn't me that knelt by the bed for bedtime prayers she knelt while I lay in bed so she was sort of kneeling here and I can remember two things about it the love, the glow if you like, on her face and her absolute conviction that God would hear her prayer she would often remind him that he would too and so if you were to ask me Andrew, where did you get your faith? I would say my mum when she used to pray and I wonder if her love and glow was a reflection of Jesus' love and glow when he prayed. He was praying in a certain place and after he had finished, one of his disciples said to him, Lord, teach us to pray. Maybe his love and glow and his absolute conviction that God would answer him was what prompted the unnamed disciple to ask him to teach them how to pray. And so Jesus teaches a prayer, the Lord's Prayer. Or as scholars point out, it's more of a disciple's prayer, a prayer of the Christian family that we all pray. And that's good. And if you don't know it off by heart, if you're new to Christian faith or exploring, then it's a very good practice to learn it off by heart until you really know it. It's a transformative experience. I commend that you do that. But notice the question the disciple asked. What was it? What was his question? Teach us a prayer? No. Teach us to pray. And I'd like to suggest that Jesus gave him the answer that he asked for, he taught them how to pray and how is it you might ask how is it that the Lord's Prayer is not a beautiful prayer it is and it's good to pray it but I think it's equally important and possibly it was designed that it should serve to remind us of Jesus's actual teaching on prayer that we make it our our way of prayer and not do it an injustice by just having it as a prayer. And so I'd like to suggest it's meant to be a way, it's meant to be a structure, a model for prayer. Uh, If you like, it's the scaffolding that we use to build our prayer. Our scaffolding is the Lord's Prayer. And how practical and helpful is that of Jesus? I don't know about you, but it can be hard to work out where to start in prayer. Where do I begin? It's much easier to start out on a journey if you've got a map in some directions, isn't it? So Jesus says, start by calling God your father. Radical. Call him your heavenly father. Abba is the word Jesus used. Daddy in heaven. And realize you're part of a family, a people, our Father. So the prayer is about us, not just me. We're praying for our church family. What next? Start to praise him, hallowed be your name. Express your appreciation, your wonder, and all your praise. Hallowed be your name. Name being his nature, who God is. Take as long as you like. Tell him you love him or you want to love him. May he be honoured by everyone, everywhere, his name hallowed. And then your kingdom come. His reign as king in your life, in the church and the world. Tell him that he is Lord. Be real with him and surrender parts of your life that you know don't fully belong to him, your struggles. Help, Lord, my unbelief. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Ask for guidance for your life, for his will. Be still and listen, linger. He'll make it known to you by inspiring you with an impression, an image, sometimes words, A yearning, maybe, a desire, a sense of knowing. If not now, then later. Pray for the things you think he wills in your life, your family, our church, our school, your business and workplace, the concerns you have. Tom Wright says, the important thing is to let the medicine and music of the prayer encircle the people for whom you're praying. The situations about which you are concerned, so that you see them transformed, bathed in the healing light of the Lord's love as expressed in the prayer. Align yourself in agreement with what He wants in those situations, and remember that personally you're agreeing to do His will. Give us this day our daily bread, give us food shelter provision in our needs the bread of friendship and hospitality the bread of your love god feed me spiritually with your word in the bible with holy communion ask him for what you and us need and so it goes on you can work it out for yourself As I was preparing this sermon and reading the, um, I would say, the three illustrations or stories that Jesus used to explain how to approach praying, the required attitude, the disposition for prayer, because he taught the prayer and then he taught how to approach prayer, the disposition. The three being the story of the friend at midnight, ask, seek and knock, and the fish and the egg. I was literally struck by how very simply Jesus is telling us that God wants to answer our prayers. How very much he wants. He gives us the Lord's Prayer and then his follow-up is he will give him whatever he needs. It will be given to you. You will find. The door will be opened for you. And who is the you exactly? It's everyone. Everyone who asks. Everyone who searches. Everyone who knocks. Abraham, in our first reading, could have cut straight to the chase rather than this long bargaining thing with God. And for those of us who might actually be a little frightened of God and how he might answer our prayer, He has compassion too, and he reassures us by throwing in that even we wouldn't give a child a snake instead of a fish or a scorpion instead of an egg. How much more would God give his best, the Holy Spirit, to us? So I confess that that hasn't been my attitude to prayer in large measure. I I sort of have seen it as some kind of battle, something difficult, you know, you've got to persevere and struggle with. And I wonder how many of us have been actually maybe like the ugly duckling in the Hans Christian Andersen story in regard to prayer. Lonely, feeling on the outside, unworthy, wishing that we could fly in prayer. And yet Jesus is saying, look at your reflection in the water of God's love. You are a swan. In prayer, I have made you so that you can fly in your prayer, and I 'm waiting for you like the flock of swans in flight that you long to join fly with me in prayer where you truly belong and I'd like to um, to demonstrate for you a kind of a body prayer of the lord's prayer um, it's it's like um, You know, the body prayer, we have it with, you know, the sign of the cross, don't we, in some traditions. We have it with lifting arms in praise at some traditions as well. And um, I just think it's a lovely way of of visualising the prayer. And I'd just like to commend to you, what would it be like to, to rise in the morning? Do sit down, sorry. What would it be like to get up in the morning with this beautiful sunshine that we've got? and to begin your day with a body prayer like that, how lovely it would be. And now a challenge for your week ahead. Here is the framework Jesus knew that we would need for prayer. Here is your Heavenly Father waiting and longing for you to use it day by day as you grow in your knowledge, love and service to him. What is stopping you from making it your own?